Can you hear your intuition under stress? A clear connection with our intuition depends on us being grounded and feeling safe. Otherwise, we run the risk of our wounding and our fears, our anxieties, and stresses coloring the lenses of our inner guidance. This week, I'm exploring why 2021 is not asking us to push hard or jump fast right from the start and what it has to do with our intuition. I'm talking about what makes 2021 different from all other years, the one thing all sensitives need to know and need to create in 2021, what happens when we try to hear our intuition under stress, a simple practice to foster a sense of grounding and safety, and an alternative to New Year's resolutions, because this year is not the year for resolutions. I'm Marcy Moberg, and this is Tune In with Marcy, a podcast devoted to exploring what it means to reconnect to our intuitive nature. Hey there, welcome to Tune In with Marcy. I'm your host, intuitive coach and healer, Marcy Moberg, and I'm really grateful that you're here today. This is my first episode, new episode since being away on winter break. I hope that you enjoyed some of the replays and new takes on those episodes, as well as maybe for some of you who are new listeners, welcome. Those episodes may have been completely new to you, so I hope you enjoyed the episodes while I was away. Uh, We're coming back, I'm coming back, in an interesting time. And if I were to sit down and have tea with you right now, I would ask you, how are you doing? How are you holding up? How are you making sure that you don't push yourself right now at the beginning of 2021 just for New Year's sake? Because we're not in a sprint. We're not in a typical year. We're in a marathon and we're in an un, a historically unprecedented situation that none of us have lived through before. And I feel like that, that, that seems important to me because so often as we start a new year, there is this collective push to set New Year's intentions and resolutions and goals and you know, I think that's all beautiful, but it's 2021 and the pandemic is still unfolding. Here in the United States, where I live, political tensions and the potential for conflict are at an all time high, <laughs> at least since I've been alive, right? And many of us are struggling with our sense of resilience. So if you're like me, you want 2021 to be a new page in your book of life that looks very different and is more uplifting than 2021. I mean, 2020 rather. I mean, like you're, (laughs) you are so desperately wanting 2021 to be different. You maybe were so hoping as we started moving and marching closer to 2021 that it would be really, really different. And so it can feel like a very strange crossroads where 
collectively, there's still this messaging of like, yeah, new year, new you, new year's resolutions, etc. But we're just in not the climate that we normally would be in. So, well, yeah, 2021 has been, I mean, I don't even have words for it. Sometimes we don't have all the words for what our hearts feel. And that's essentially what I feel right now about the beginning of 2021. So I really, I I want this episode to be your permission slip to sidestep, like step away from, take distance from this collective push to treat this new year like any other new year and instead to do something very different that meets your mind, your body, and your spirit more at where they are than where you think they have to be or should be. My 2021 start, I guess the best word for that would be strange. I don't even know if that encompasses it. (laughs) Strange? There have been highs and lows. There's been more roller coasters. I have some beautiful things unfolding in my personal life, really beautiful things that I'm so grateful for, that are kind of juxtapositioned against really difficult things. Like I learned a dear friend in my life is really struggling. I, I live in D.C. where the Capitol was stormed, and it feels like a violation. Honestly, just like I heard some uh, a young man on the news like earlier this week who was being interviewed about what had happened and he described it as feeling like a violation. And I thought, oh, yes, that's the word. That's the word that I hadn't had to describe what it's felt like to be a part of this city in this wider region and community and to have this happen. And at the same time, I've had these other really beautiful experiences in my area, like finding some new nature trails and uh, walking on them with friends, you know, doing the socially distanced mask thing. So I also received really great news about my health in the beginning of 2021, which was really exciting. I might even be in maybe some of the best health I've had in a really long time which is an interesting experience because how my body looks is very different than how it's ever looked before. But yet my health is really starting to soar. Like it's, I'm I'm doing really, really well. And, but then at the same time, like early this morning when I was finishing preparation for this episode, a family member went into the hospital with COVID So it's like, (laughs) all of this is some of what's happened for me in the first few days of 2021. And I've seen kind of similar, you know, high lows, roller coaster experiences mirrored in a lot of my clients and my friends. But even before all of this strange start, I did come into the new year cautiously, gingerly, tenderly. Because 2020 has really trained me not to move too fast and not to reach too far ahead. Especially since some of the conditions like the pandemic haven't left us. And most of all, because I've realized that our nerves are frayed, even if we think they are not. 
Our bodies are tired, even if we think they are not. Our emotional load is immense, even if we are doing really great inner work. Some of us are struggling or our systems are struggling to adapt in ways that we may not be fully in touch with. And some of that can be because of this pressure kind of to act like nothing's happening in a sense like this pressure to like set the new year like you would ever before and not recognizing that y'all we've been in a like really long long marathon race we've been in a really long marathon race during my last appointment with my gynecologist she spoke about how So many women in her practice are struggling with irregular periods right now and unexplainable weight gain. And when I was, you know, talking to her about this and being curious about the why, because I know friends that have had this as well, definitely my weight has changed over the last year. You know, she said, well, whether we realize it or not, we're all not feeling safe to some degree in this pandemic. You know, there's some danger out there. On like a mammalian level, our bodies know that. And we kind of don't know, you know, where is it? How, how, how safe am I? Like, th- there's all these questions because it's this, you know, kind of like faceless danger. It's not like there's clearly a bear at the front door and we fully see, know, sense what's happening. So... Because of all of this, I want to invite you to assume that my invitation is to assume for have you assume that your system needs extra support right now so that you give yourself permission to give your body and your mind and your spirit more attention that it deserves right now at the beginning of 2021 that's different than resolutions. This doesn't mean packing on more of your to-do list. Like I'm not suggesting more on your to-do list. I'm not suggesting uh, new goals or intentions. I'm just simply suggesting that maybe you, maybe you're, maybe the only intention I want to invite you into, I suppose, is to slow down and to slow down in moments to pay attention to what your mind, your body, your spirit needs right now. And that's always a good practice, but I think it's like a necessary practice right now, if that makes sense. One of my favorite practices to do with my sensitive clients is to create a safety list. It's a list of resources that you have to support your nervous system to feel more safe. So some examples include like Maybe a warm Epsom salt bath to relax your muscles or a cozy blanket that you can wrap yourself in and fuzzy socks. Y'all, you know, as adults, we, we still need like warm fuzzy blankets and socks, you know? There's a reason why that works really well with babies. We're not actually really that much different. So... That can be something that can go on your, on your list. A relaxing cup of chamomile tea to calm your nerves. A, a long 
hug from a loved one that you live with, a meditation to the sounds of the ocean. Sometimes just hearing like nature sounds can be really soothing for our nervous system. A favorite painting on the wall that reminds you of a cherished vacation, a photo of your grandmother who always served as a source of comfort and ease, a favorite family recipe that connects you to your roots and your ancestors, a houseplant that sits on your desk and brightens your day, an essential oil or smell that makes you feel at home. This can be, this list, like these are examples, of course, uh, but a safety list in general can be informed by your senses by simply considering what sights, smells, sounds, tastes, sense of touch, right? That's like the warm blanket and the fuzzy socks, fosters a sense of safety, comfort, grounding, and ease in my body that are with me right now. Right now, like in your space, like you're listening to this podcast right now, and whether you're at your home, you're in your car, you're walking in your neighborhood, there are sources of safety and comfort and grounding literally right where you are. It's just a matter of us slowing down enough to make note of that in an intentional way and to pay attention. The beauty in this list in connecting to safety and where we are right now is that we recognize that we have a wellspring of sources of grounding or safety all around us at any given moment, regardless where we are. And these items may seem small and insignificant, but the small choice to honor a piece of this list can restore a sense of safety and connection in uncertain times and weave our sense of safety and grounding piece by piece back together. Would you like to be a part of my inner circle? Get the opportunity to know me a little bit more and for me to get to know you? How about an opportunity to take what you learn on the podcast and translate it even more practically into your everyday life? Well, if any of that sounds good, I would really like for you to hop on over to my website, www.marcymoberg.com and sign up for my newsletter. I send out regular emails to my newsletter, which is really my inner circle. That's the best way to stay in touch with what I'm up to. And I send out newsletter only practices uh, whenever I have a new podcast episode, which is an opportunity to really take that week's theme and that week's episode and translate it into your own life. Super easy. You just head on over to my website and you'll find a pop-up window and a link there to be able to join. I can't wait to get to know you better and for you to join my inner circle. Why is a sense of grounding and safety essential for connecting to our inner truth and our intuition? Because a clear intuitive channel depends on us being grounded. Otherwise, we risk the chance. We, we run the risk that our wounding and our fears, our anxieties, our stresses color the lens of our 
inner senses, the inner guidance that we receive, whether that inner guidance is coming from our very own soul or other spirit guides, ancestors, whatever we're tuning into. And uh, when an, an intuitive channel gets clouded in anxiety, fear, or wounding, it gets very confusing. And the messages can become inconsistent, they can become uh, very alarming, they can become very pressurizing, they can become terrifying, really, because our fears are kind of, you know, blocking that clear message from coming through. And that's important because when we're connecting to our intuitive channel, whether we're connecting to our own inner our inner, own inner truth our soul's you know voice or we're connecting to spirit guides or ancestors or other well spirits that we're working with those that inner guidance is always coming from a place that's wise and loving and compassionate and we don't really have access to that channel when we're really really stuck in anxiety fear or wounding that place of is is my safety like available really what's happening really when we have anxiety fear when our wounding gets activated at the root of it really it comes down to if you like really really boil it down as questions of um, safety so I don't really recommend tuning into a spirit guide or an ancestor or whatever you're tuning into even if it's your own soul's inner voice if your nervous system is really, really, really on the fritz, so if you're feeling super anxious or you're feeling a lot of fear or you're feeling a lot of like spinning, like your mind is spinning a lot or you're feeling uh, confusion, overwhelm, you're feeling shut down, lots of different variations of all those things, I don't really recommend being like, all right, now is the time to sit down and tune into your spirit guide. That might be an important piece that can help you with your confusion, but it's not the place to start. Instead, you want to take some time to cultivate a sense of safety and grounding. So what is that? That's really tending to your human self. You're taking care of your human self, your mammalian body, you know, your, your nervous system. You're taking care of that first before you turn towards your spirit to receive guidance. And this is a step that people sidestep, skip over, try to move past, ignore, deny, shut down all the time in the spiritual communities that I have witnessed and been a part of. Please don't do that. Number one, it's not a good time to do it ever. (laughs) But number two, It's really not the time to do that because as I mentioned, we are experiencing our nervous systems, our bodies, our minds, our spirits are experiencing what we're experiencing on a collective level more than we realize. So let's like set you up for success to receive, to really truly connect to your intuition in a way that's reliable, trustable, and sustainable, etc. by first tending to your human self, tend to your human self, safety and grounding. Now, the beautiful thing is that when we foster grounding and safety, not just when we need it, but on a consistent basis, regardless of how we're doing, right? 
a lot of times what happens is people may, like, oh, okay, <laughs> a good chunk of the population don't think about grounding and safety at all. A smaller portion of that population, which is likely you because you're listening to this podcast, thinks sometimes about grounding and safety. And the times that most people think about grounding and safety is when they're really not feeling grounding and safety. So then we might cultivate it in that difficult moment. That's great. That's important. But also we want to cultivate grounding and safety even in the moments when we feel amazing. Why? Because over time, when we do that, we cultivate resilience. Now, what is resilience? The general definition I found is uh, the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties. And if you know anything about me, I love to look at where words come from sometimes because I think that's very interesting to learn like the story, the history of a word. One piece of this word story is that it traces its roots back to a Latin word from the 1620s, which means an act of rebounding. In other words, resilience is our bounce back factor. But here's the thing. We've been trying to spring back over and 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 over again all through 2020, right? And then 2021 came in and hit us really hard from the start. So what bouncing back might have looked like before 2020, or maybe even at the initial start of 2020, it might be different now. And that's okay. Again, this is another piece around, I'm just constantly inviting my clients and my students to be mindful of these unconscious and sometimes conscious benchmarks that we set for ourselves and and to question them because I think a lot of people are still trying to do life like it was done pre-pandemic and that's not where we are. And if you want to cultivate resilience, which is important so that you have the ability to bounce back. You have the ability to recover as we're moving through 2021. Recognize that number one, you've already bounced back way more than you likely have had to in a single year because of collectively what's happening, let alone what was happening in your personal life. And and number two is you're moving into this year, like we're going to be moving through more, some of more of the same. So I'm not saying any of this to overwhelm you. I'm saying all of this to empower you, empower you to have the ability to be more resilient in the chaos because we are experiencing a lot of chaos right now. We are. It's a lot. So this means that we need to create safety and grounding on our difficult days. That can be something that we, you know, reach for to foster and remind ourselves a sense of safety. Like, so we need to foster grounding and safety on the difficult days. We need to foster safety and grounding on the amazing days. That's on any given year. And we really need to foster grounding and safety right now because we've already been having to bounce back way more than we've ever had to before. 
I, I always tell my clients that I, I like to use this analogy of a avalanche and that change is like an avalanche. And an avalanche starts with one snowflake, right? And then another, and then another. And over time, these snowflakes build momentum and they create the power, the awe-inspiring move you, like move out of the way, you can't get in the way of it, power of an avalanche. And change in our own life happens like that too. And that's how resilience can be built. Resilience can be built one snowflake metaphorically at a time, one drop at a time to make an ocean, right? One step at a time, we can build a wellspring of resilience for us, for ourselves. And we can start that at any moment. So let's say you went through 2020 and you're like, holy moly, <laughs> what happened? I feel like I'm flat out on the ground and I definitely didn't foster grounding and safety and I'm then 2021 is really hard for me. That's okay. You can start now. You can start now in these small ways, just like I said, from a simple thing of wrapping yourself in a blanket and cozy socks. Is that going to solve all the things? No, but it is a really profound act when you do that and you decide to be present to it. You decide to use your senses and engage in that. It's really profound what a simple act like that can do to repair our nervous system and step by step, drop by drop, snowflake by snowflake, whatever metaphor you want to do, grain, grain of sand by grain of sand uh, can build resilience, momentum. So we can't start off with the expectation, the, the expectation that we you know, already have the, the ocean, the sand, the avalanche. And that's kind of, for me, metaphorically, what I see is happening when people are trying to set like really, really big resolutions in 2021. That's like expecting that you already have like a giant avalanche and sand and ocean, etc. Large body of something. Um, and you might have a, a your, your jar, your wellspring might be pretty full. And also what your body went through in 2020, what your mind went through in 2020, what your spirit went through in 2020, and what we started to go through in 2021 has never happened before. In other words, we can't skip over this process of the piece by piece building. And if you want to build something this year, I'm inviting you to build resilience born from fostering your grounding and your safety. Because that will be the foundation that empowers you to be more in the channel of your inner truth, your spirit guides, whatever inner guidance and spiritual guidance you are seeking in your life. 2021 has started out hard. And I think we have some more hard moments ahead of us. I really wish that that wasn't the case, but I'm real. <laughs> um, I'm very real, and I think it's important to keep it real. And based on the political atmospherics and the little bits of us about astrology that I know ahead and a nod from science that we may be dealing with this pandemic for some time. 
2021 is going to have its challenges. 2021 is not asking us to push hard and jump fast out of the gate. Instead, it's a year that's inviting us to slow down, maybe even more than 2020, to ground down even further, and to remember the wellspring of resources around us in the walls of our very own home, cars, neighborhood where we walk, etc. Rather than focusing hard on pushing resolutions or getting lost in your overwhelm, right? I kind of see people kind of doing one of the other. It's really, I mean, both cases are co- trying, people trying to cope, honestly, in my perspective, people pushing hard on resolutions as if it's like a new year, like no other, like, like any other year. And those that are getting really lost in overwhelm, I want to invite you to see what can shift if you focused on building one tiny block of resilience in your life each day by connecting to safety and grounding through simple acts of using your senses. And if you want to set any intentions, focus on what's already clear for you and put your energy there. Leave whatever is, you know, feeling cloudy still to be the foggy middle. That's okay. Everything doesn't have to be clear right now. In fact, if everything was like so, 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 so crystal clear to you, I think I would be concerned because <laughs> that maybe you're not really fully, you know, connected to what's happening here and your feelings. And I, yeah, I would be skeptical. <laughs> But there's probably, there's likely some sense of clarity there, and it may be something big or it may be something small, but that's the place that I would invite you to start if you want any sort of kind of a focus for the New Year's in 2021. Put your focus on where you already feel clear. 2021 isn't here to give us a crystal clear picture of the future. I just, I don't see that, you know? Even those of us who have been, you know, clearly weaving the pieces together and knew that unfortunately the storming of the Capitol was a possibility, even though we knew that, it still was shocking. It still was disturbing. It still was disruptive, right? Because even if we had a sense that that could happen, we didn't have the full clarity of it. And I don't think 2021 is here to play with us. I think that's like, I think there's there's some sense of veiling and uncertainty that's here on purpose, maybe even. And in some sense, I feel like maybe it's here to connect us deeper to the now, deeper to the lessons that we've been learning throughout 2020, deeper to... Uh, a return towards ourselves because what happens when there's uncertainty and we can't see the future and we don't know eventually we find our way home back to ourselves and for that home to be built on a really strong foundation so you can see what is the invitation of your inner truth inside of you we need you to feel safe and grounded I hope that you found this episode really supportive. If you did, 
I'd be so grateful if you could share this episode with someone else that you care about and that would appreciate some inspiration, some boost, some practical realness about 2021. And if you share it, I would love for you to share it on social media. You can just take a screenshot of yourself listening to the episode and then tag me. Uh, I'm at Marcy Moberg on Instagram, and I would love to hear from you and let you and hear how you enjoyed the this week's episode. We'll be, I mean, who knows? <laughs> I'm planning to start to shift uh, gears in the next episodes and start to really dive really, really deeply into some additional pieces around relationships because, uh, you know, collectively Valentine's Day comes in February, but more importantly, so many of us have had our relationships impacted because of what's happened in 2020 and the pandemic and stress around that. So that's my plan. Um, But, you know, we'll see what 2021's plan is. So for now, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week, day, wherever you are. And um, I look forward to seeing you virtually in this little tea chat together next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today with me on my podcast, Tune In with Marcy. I hope you loved this episode and it enriches you as much as it has for me to create it. If you enjoyed the podcast, I would be so grateful for you to hop on over to Apple Podcasts, share your rating, and leave a review. Ideally, five stars. That way, more people can find this podcast, which would be wonderful. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. And you can always learn more about me and my work at my website, www.marcymoberg.com. That's my first and last name.com. Until next time, remember, being you takes courage. Lots of love. Yeah.